The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. For almost 70 years, Virginia has been waging a crusade against litter through campaigns, roadway signs, and fines. Ian Stewart has this update on the state of litter in the Commonwealth. This right here is actually um, a Chick-fil-A bag. I have a cardboard box that somebody probably just threw out. Julius B. Huggins is showing off some of the garbage he's picked up along Hopkins Road in Chesterfield County. He's president of the Meadowbrooks Estate Civic Association, or MECA, a group that is a small part of Virginia's campaign against litter. We live here. We don't want anybody's first impression to be a lot of litter when they drive up in here. According to VDOT, the state spends millions of dollars each year trying to encourage Virginians not to be litter bugs through ads and highway trash removal programs. If we can make it look a lot more tidy, that's our goal. But after all of these efforts, is it making a difference? Tracy Leverty from the nonprofit Keep Virginia Beautiful says no. Had we not been creating all this junk all along and we were reusing Tupperware instead of, you know, styrofoam and to-go boxes and things like that, I don't think that it would be that bad. Leverty says one way to combat the influx of disposable packaging is to raise the state litter tax on manufacturers. Right now, they pay a minimum of $20 every year toward trash pickup, no matter what size the business is. Ian Stewart, VPM News. More than 70 tons of litter have been collected in Chesterfield County so far this year through a variety of community service programs. But Ted Barkley from the county's Community Enhancement Department is still seeing trash like old couches and mattresses being dumped along county roadways. And if we can convince those folks to stop, it would be wonderful because the amount of money the county could save in the efforts that we're doing trying to clean up litter could be applied elsewhere. Barkley says it's a never-ending process because when you clear an area, within a couple of months, the trash returns. The Scott Road Bridge in Henrico may soon be replaced with one that won't allow cars. According to CBS 6, the new bridge would accommodate bicycles and pedestrians only. The current bridge, which was built in 1962, is too low and is hit by trucks several times a year. County officials say it will also be obsolete once the Magellan Parkway Bridge over I-95 is completed. The proposal is looking to build the replacement from a unique material called glue-laminated wood. If used, it would be the first bridge in the continental U.S. made from the material. Next month, the Virginia Rent Relief Program will no longer accept new applications from community members in need of financial assistance. Meg Schifres has more details. The Virginia Rental Relief Program started in 2020 to provide temporary emergency rental assistance to those in need during the COVID-19 pandemic. The Virginia Department of Housing and Community Development is closing the website where people can apply for aid due to a surge in applications. Agency officials say they're worried those requests could exceed the federal funding that's currently available. So far, the program has distributed more than $713 million to nearly 105,000 households. You can still apply this month for emergency rental assistance, but the agency will no longer accept applications starting on Sunday, May 15th. To apply, go to the Department of Housing and Community Development's website. 
Meg Schifres, VPM News. This Saturday marks the 71st anniversary of the historic student walkout in Prince Edward County that eventually became part of the Brown versus Board of Education case. Megan Pauley reports. John Stokes was a senior in 1951. He got on board quickly when classmate Barbara Johns approached him about organizing a student walkout to protest the horrid conditions of the tar paper shacks they were learning in. They were not fit for animals. It leaked in there. So, so we knew we were being programmed for failure. Students like Stokes called the months of planning for the strike the Manhattan Project because of its degree of secrecy, even devising a plan to lure the principal away from the school. Amy Tillerson-Brown, education chair for the Virginia NAACP, says student protests are absolutely necessary, even today, to address public school infrastructure. Oftentimes, unfortunately, you may not get to reap the benefits of the protest, but future generations assuredly will. So we have to move, I think, in that hope to continue to speak truth to power, to stand against systems of oppression in any form. A public panel discussion at Farmville's Moton Museum, Saturday at 4 p.m., will discuss what the past can teach us about the state of schools today. Megan Pauley, VPM News. For more details about Saturday's event at the Moton Museum, head to vpm.org news. Several roads in Richmond and near Virginia Commonwealth University will be closed today and tomorrow for the Monument Avenue 10K. This includes Monument Avenue, which will be closed during the event Saturday from Stewart Circle to Willow Lawn Drive. Richmond police say portions of other major roads will be blocked off, including sections of West Broad Street, Grace, and Franklin Streets. The 10K starts at 8 a.m. Saturday. A full list of street closures and no parking zones is available on the Richmond Police Department's website. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.